What's up with Jessup? It's the only way to wake up. We state our views, state facts, and then afterwards we make up from politics, business to lifestyle. Let's get this. Jessup Jong knows all the facts. He has no missed list. This podcast is your place for breaking news and hot takes. It's the only way to wake up. What's up with Jessup? Welcome back to the Study With Me series. This is a new concept series in which I study and you get to have that peer pressure of studying together. You know, it's especially important when you want to keep yourself motivated to have some kind of timer um, and someone to keep you accountable. I would like to be that person for you. So you can, you know, start the podcast and then mute it and then just follow the uh, time period and say, you know, this is a 20 minute uh, podcast. I will be studying for 20 minutes. So you can literally uh, mute it from now if you'd like. Uh, and if you're just, you know, um, curious about my studying process, then you can keep it uh, with the sound on and you can study with me. And I will be putting on, um, you know, minutes. I will be having a timer set and um, doing short bursts of uh, studying. So let's get to it. Thank you for listening to this podcast episode. If you liked it, don't be too greedy. Share. Share with other people so that other people can learn from the same information that you do. So share this. I also have two books out, um, especially the uh, book on Amazon. You can search my name, Jessup Jong, on Amazon, and you will find the book Human Suffering. The Kindle version is out, and the paperback will be out soon. It is uh, delivered to all regions and locations. So if you're interested, um, let me know and and you can buy the book. If you've bought the book and you're a fan of the podcast, uh, please feel free to send me a message of what you thought about the book and I'll feature your question or comment on the podcast. So share the podcast and buy the book. Bye to the in-person look into how I write my articles. Um, I'll be able to read to you exactly what I have so far and then you'll be able to see how I write additional material. So let's go through here. Alright. And I'm eating fruits along the way so that you'll be hearing that as well. It's important to reward yourself throughout. So yeah. Alright. What dodging North Korean missiles taught me about what it takes to actually block Kim Jong-un's growing arsenal. My day started with a ballistic missile hurtling towards Japan at 6 a.m. Not knowing the exact trajectory in the first few minutes, I quickly headed into underground bunkers with my fellow service members. Radars predicted that the missile would cross Japan's airspace over its northernmost island, Hokkaido. Japan was forced with two options, was faced with two options, shoot it down or tolerate its trajectory. 
the government's decision to disregard the ballistic missile compelled me to ask whether countries such as South Korea, Japan, and the U.S. were well prepared against missile threats. While this missile fractured into three pieces in the Pacific Ocean, debris could have fallen onto unsuspecting citizens along the way. Even worse, a nuclear strike would wipe out an entire city. With North Korea demonstrating its ability to reach U.S. cities such as Boston or New York, improving missile systems quickly became a concern for everyday citizens. The U.S. defends its territory through a layered system of defense with several chances to intercept a missile. Once near Korea and Japan, another time in the ocean, and lastly at its territory. All three options, however, need much improvement. For a successful intercept from the ocean, Asia's ships must anticipate and be placed at the impact region ahead of time, which is quite unlikely. Not like unlikely, which is quite challenging. Not to mention, Aegis ships have never attempted to intercept an actual ballistic missile on the field. The Pentagon has slammed its for land-based Similarly, for land-based defense, the Pentagon has slammed its own flagship system, the ground-based mid-course defense, for its unreliability and insufficient radars. Improving the intercept ability of its ally, South Korea and Japan, therefore has been important to the U.S.'s national interests. Its recent termination of the missile guideline in Korea is a step in this direction of allowing its allowing its allies in this direction of allowing its allies to prepare against long-range missiles. Before South Korea had a range limit on its missile defense system in the broader context of the new US nuclear umbrella, also called the 123 agreement that has been that has been in place since 1974. Hopefully with this Before, South Korea had a range limit on its missile defense system in the broader context of the nuclear umbrella, also called the also called the 123 agreement since 1974. Hopefully, with this policy change, South Korea could eventually develop advanced missile defense systems that deter long-range missiles. My experience of a North Korean 
The missile hovering above, however, highlights the need to review decision processes, also called standard operating procedures, to ensure that lives are not risked in split-second decision in decisions. Lives are not risked at in a in a split-second decision or indecision. Country's hesitance in shooting down the missile shows that technological ability does not necessarily equal safety. In the case of Japan, In the case of Japan, its Aegis destroyers successfully had detected within seconds uh, I just have to be sure if that's the case and quickly had relatively quickly, had quickly detected overflight in the case of Japan, its Aegis destroyers had quickly detected the missile flying over Japan with with standard missile three interceptors.
cannot read this article for some reason. Pack three are short to midterm, therefore not relevant.
So I have to now look for the intercept range. SM, SM3, intercept range, Japan. Let's see.
so I'm going to look for SM. Concerning allocating money, blah blah blah. Involves <laughs> ship base, blah blah blah. Due to concern, could not respond. Aegis destroyers. With the coverage radius about 500 kilometers, the three missile posts could defend all of Japan. Launch pads could be disassembled, blah blah blah.
of Japan. I have to try to pretty much summarize this part. How do I summarize it? In the case of Japan,
Is it possible that Japan decided not to? The government decided not to shoot the missile, intercept It's possible that the government decided not to intercept because, simply because it was unnecessary. It was unnecessary. importantly if how did the countries determine the responses during the missile launch in the case of Japan radars quickly indicated that the missile was headed towards the Pacific Ocean it is possible that the government decided not to intercept despite its ability that despite being able to Despite being able to despite its ability to intercept decided not to. It is possible that despite the government's ability not to intercept, it decided not to decided not to simply attempt simply because it was unnecessary the missile probably wouldn't harm civilians more importantly if tried and failed implications would be catastrophic a failed attempt would have catastrophic implications in global security Failures would have implications in global security. Thank you for tuning in, and I'll see you next time.